Welcome to, in my humble opinion, I'm your host, Alexi Cox. It is February, and you may be asking every new month, am I going to be saying, oh, it's this month? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Because every time it's so shocking to me. It's actually really funny because I decided to go to the aquarium, the Monterey Bay Aquarium, which is world renowned. So if you are in the area and haven't been, you've got to go. You guys, people come from all over the world to come to this aquarium. It is fantastic. Highlights include the sea otter exhibit. It's everyone's favorite, I would say. Well, maybe not everyone's favorite, but who does not think a sea otter is cute? And yes, I've seen ravenous photos of them where they look completely psycho, but they're so cute. You can't deny it. You really can't try, but you can't. Uh, My husband's favorite exhibit is the open sea, I think it's called. They've got hammerhead sharks. They've got a sunfish. They've got a massive school of fish and huge, huge tuna, like insanely massive. It's a really cool exhibit. I love the jellyfish. Whoo! Very, very cool. And they now have a deep sea exhibit, which features the giant isopod, which is basically a massive roly-poly. It's huge, and you can touch it. So that's fun. Every time I go, I touch it. I don't know. It's this thing. I have to do it. I also love the rays. They have baby bat rays. So cute. And... And then they have a little touch pool for the rays also, which I kind of have mixed feelings on. I love rays so much. Anyways, I love the aquarium. And I decided that there's no more perfect place than to go to the aquarium to start planning for my future episodes. And I'm so excited about it. I was in the open sea exhibit, just watching the sunfish, hanging out at the bottom of the tank, which is what it always does. It does not like people. But yeah, came up with a bunch of ideas. So thanks for inspiring me, Monterey Bay Aquarium. I actually got this idea from another photographer. She went to the Natural History Museum, I believe, and put in headphones and just listened to epic soundtracks the whole time she was there. And so I thought, huh, I'm going to do that when I go to the aquarium because sometimes people bother me. I know, crazy statement. Sometimes people bother me with their phones being out, constantly taking photos and not actually taking in the moment, and also being really loud and screechy sometimes. I love seeing people excited, but sometimes sometimes I feel like people are just loud to be loud. And so yeah, I brought my earphones and I listened to the kind of music that they play aquariums, you know, the calming sounds, and it was so great. Highly recommend. I honestly can't even remember why I started talking about the aquarium, but it was great. February, and I am cozied up in a massively oversized hoodie. My favorite, actually, I love crudex, probably more than hoodies. That can be a debate for another day, but the hoodie was the choice of the day. And I'm just swimming in it and loving it. Sweatpants and sweatshirts have kind of been my go to for the past three months, maybe. It's a little chillier than normal. Monterey is like pretty average temperatures year round. Like it's, I'd say 55 to 65 pretty much year round, but it is slightly more chilly during the winter months. So I've just been living in the sweats. Sometimes when I go out, 
I put a little bit more effort into my outfit and then I come home and I change back into sweats. So this morning I'm just in sweats, went on my walk with my pooch and then just have stayed in the warm attire. And I am drinking from an adorable mug that my mom purchased me in New York. And see, this is this is what happens when you record yourself and then you listen over and it's already out to the world is you realize sometimes that you forget to say things or you say things incorrectly. And I know for a fact that I've already misused words in my podcast episodes. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, so what I was going to say is that in my review of the year and my favorite places that I went or experiences, I neglected to mention this awesome cruise that my mom and I went on along the East Coast of both the US and Canada. And the circumstances were great. I mean, initially the trip was supposed to be my mom and my dad going, but my dad, he broke his ankle and this was just a couple days before the trip. And so Thank you to Princess Cruises for letting me switch spots with him. So I was able to go on this trip, and luckily my dad received some assistance from my sister and brother-in-law and nephew, and all was well. And I got to go on this amazing trip with my mom. I started a day or two late on the cruise since I had to... I mean, it was just like a day before the cruise that I found out I was going. So I had to reschedule some bookings for my photo business. And anyways, it was so worth it. Had so many laughs with my mom. We would stay up late and order French fries, room service, and we'd be eating in our robes and watching the love boat. And then once we finished that or got tired of that, we started watching Cheers. I think that was mostly because we stopped in Baston, and so we had to watch Cheers because it's filmed there, or supposedly it's filmed there. Anyways, my mug right now is a New York mug, the Ben There series from Starbucks, which they're so cute, you guys. You can't deny. Why do I keep saying that in this episode? But listen, they're so fun. What a fun thing to collect from different places. My friend told me about them less than a year ago, and I already have four. So we need to stop. We need to stop going places, I guess. Mm-mm. Mint tea with a little bit of cream and honey. It needs to be sweet in y'all. We're going to talk today about bucket list items. And this topic makes me so excited because I am a big time dreamer. I love dreaming, but I also love it being realistic. So I feel like that can be contradictory, but also more of my bucket list items have actually come to fruition. So yay me. And no, we're not talking about goal setting here. This is just bucket list items. My mom bought me the cutest little journal and it says my bucket list on it. And it has places for you to write down, I think a hundred items for your bucket list. And then Throughout the book, you talk about your experience with that item, like why you want to do this, how it felt doing this, how many people were present, and you put a picture in it. It's super cute. And I think I received this book probably maybe seven years ago, something like that. And I was I was rifling through the pages the other day and realized that so many of my bucket list items have shifted. And I think I talked about this in our goals episode, how it's totally okay 
to change your mind on goals and bucket list items. Like I don't need to still do some of the things that I wanted to do seven years ago. It's really changed a lot. My, my excitement for things have shifted. So I asked you what your bucket list items were. And before I get into that, can I just say this? I would love for this podcast to have more involvement from you. I don't want to just yak at you for half an hour every week only. I also want to talk about things that you want to talk about and things that you love and hate. And so y'all, I'm going to ask for a little bit more feedback on things because I know you have your humble opinions also. This isn't just about me. I mean, it's mostly about me, but not all about me. Okay. I'm willing to share. I'm willing to share some of this limelight of this platform. So please, in the future, fill out the little surveys that I'll post on my Instagram. So follow me at humbleopinion.pod on Instagram. Submit some of your answers and your opinions, and then I'll share them on the air. How cool is that? You, your opinions immortalized forever in the cloud. It kind of sounds creepy. Ooh. We all love the cloud. Shush. Okay. To kick this off, I'm currently looking at my bucket list items, and I'm just going to tell you some of the things that I've already accomplished, and then we'll get into some of the stuff that I want to. So um, sing for a crowd of 300 plus. Oh, baby. If you didn't know already, I had the awesome opportunity to sing a duet with David Archuleta. And David Archuleta was the runner up on American Idol, I think season two or three. And he is just the best of humans. He's so wonderful. And actually one of my other dreams, I don't know if it's on this list or not, was to sing a song that I wrote with a musician that I love. So I didn't write the song that we sang together, but I did help arrange it. So I took a song that we sing at our church And I changed the tune of it with inspiration from some people on YouTube. And I did a mashup with it with another song. And I had the help of someone else because I didn't know how to orchestrate that. Let's be real. It was so fun to not only perform that, but to perform that with David. I actually had the opportunity to perform it with my husband as well, which I believe the crowd was over 300 for that concert as well. But the David concert was sold out. So lots of people there. That was incredible to connect with him on stage artist to artist incredible okay next is backpack through a country my sister and i backpack through parts of italy together cinque terre and then parts of france and switzerland so very cool loved that experience for me swim with sharks and stingrays yeah (laughs) so Swim with sharks in the Philippines. This is a whole nother episode that I need to do on my trip abroad with Morgan because we were out in mostly Southeast Asia for 10 months. So there's a lot of conversation there. But we swam with the thresher sharks in the Philippines. Absolutely incredible. Was I terrified beforehand? Yes, I was. My stomach was in knots. I was so nervous. But wow, the second I saw that shark, It's like I could breathe and they are so majestic, so beautiful. And it just felt so right 
to exist with them. I, I don't really know how to explain it beyond that. It was such a beautiful, magical experience that all my fears just disappeared instantly as I watched this creature navigate the waters of its home with such grace and beauty. Like, oh, I just, incredible. And I've already told you that rays are my homeboys. I love rays so much. The way they move the curl of their fin as they glide through the water. Oh, so breathtaking and also so fun. I think they're so fun. I was able to swim with a manta ray in Indonesia and other spotted rays throughout that Asian adventure. Okay, I'm taking a long time. I'm going to work through this a little bit faster. Call out of work, quote unquote, sick. Yeah, guilty as charged. I have always been very honest with using my sick days. And so I thought it would be fun <laughs> to dishonestly use one of my sick days. <laughs> I'm a weirdo, you guys. This was crossed off with Morgan and my first question mark, second date. I would say second date. It was the, the morning after. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you guys. <laughs> okay, my parents were out of town. This was Morgan and my first date. Also gonna do an episode on this, but my parents were out of town. I made Morgan sleep at a hotel because I did not want anything, you know, a little risque to be happening on our first date. So he stayed at a hotel. We stayed up really late that night talking and then I booted him out, AKA I drove him to the hotel. And then we slept for a few hours apart. And then the next week came over and we had breakfast and we chatted before he took off to Canada again on his motorcycle. So that's what, that's what I mean by the morning after. So I called in sick just for the half day. I know. So naughty. Uh, next is milk a cow. Uh, this has been like a bucket list item for me for a long time. And this happened when we were in India we lived, our little bunker basically was right above a little milk farm. And by farm, I mean like there were 10 cows. But yes, the village that we were living in, this was part of the sustenance for the village to be maintained. And so it was one of my dreams to milk a cow. And we're going to arrange the whole thing for my birthday when we were out there. And it was incredible. I was so happy. Next is have a boudoir photo shoot. I booked this before getting married to Morgan. It was such a fun experience with Lindy. Shout out to Lindy. Like she helped me realize how beautiful my body was. And maybe not re realize isn't the right word. Remember, I would say, um, after all those years of being conditioned, but just being a woman and existing in this world and just feeling insecure about my body. And this photo shoot was so empowering and so much fun. I just felt so hot and special and beautiful and powerful and capable. And it was such an amazing experience, which is one of the reasons why I shoot women empowerment today was because of this experience for me and Lindy and, um, Although I've kind of shifted what that experience looks like for my clients, it holds on to the same value of that feeling empowered and strong and beautiful. 
Okay, well, enough about me, y'all. Okay, I'm so excited to read these. First, swim with the rays, such amazing creatures. Ooh, we are buddies. Yes, see the tulips bloom in the Netherlands. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, my parents have seen this. Incredible photos from their phones. Like the colors are so vivid. Absolutely gorgeous. And it's like these tulips just go on forever and ever. Waves and waves of flowers. Absolutely spectacular. I would love to do that as well. Tulips are my favorite flower and who doesn't want to go to Europe? Uh, yeah. Enjoy the northern lights from Iceland. Oh, yes. Oh my goodness. I've witnessed the northern lights in Canada and it was actually a really funny experience because Morgan's brother is also a photographer. And so the three of us were out with our cameras and our tripods taking pictures of one perspective outside of outside of Morgan's brother's house. And we were taking pictures of the night sky, focusing on the stars. And I thought, okay, well, I want to shift perspectives and shoot the opposite way. So I did. And I got this really cool shot. And I went to show them both. And Morgan's brother was like, um... That's the Northern Lights. You could see it just barely dancing across the screen. And we all just woof, <laughs> switched our perspective and went like madmen. And I will admit, it was an emotional experience for me. I did shed a tear or two. It was so lovely and so beautiful. And I strive to find that balance between taking photos of that experience and then just experiencing it. And isn't that life? I mean, I feel like even not being a professional photographer, we're so glued to our phones and we take pictures of all the things that we're experiencing. And sometimes we kind of miss out on the moment. We capture it, but we don't really experience it. And I think that's a shame. In fact, I really want to offer with my photography an option to travel alongside of people, particularly women traveling, particularly women traveling abroad for the first time to capture their experience, their emotion without them feeling like they need to be glued to their camera. I will take photos of everything. So you just experience and enjoy. Wouldn't that be so amazing? Okay, moving on. They also say, be the most popular mom at the school bake sale. Oh, the true mark of baking success. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Who does not want to be the most popular mom? I mean, I'm not a mom myself, but yes, this is, this is a dream. This is, this is a bucket list item. I hope girlfriend that this is you. I hope this is you. And I don't know what kind of food you're baking, but from the sound of it, you're a good baker. <laughs> what do I know? I watch Great British Bake Off. Is it Great British Bake Off or Great British Baking Show? I swear it's a different name in Europe than it is in the US. But either way, girl, yes. And actually read the entire Old Testament. Woo, the Old Testament is, is a lot to swallow. That Old Testament is really hard. New Testament, I don't know if y'all have read the Bible, but the New Testament focuses mostly on the life of Jesus, his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, and a lot of it is told from the witnesses who lived alongside of Jesus. Some of them are before or after, but mostly it's, I mean, at least Matthew, Mark, Luke, James, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. <laughs> oh 
Oh boy. Um, yeah, but the Old Testament is mostly prophets proclaiming that Jesus will come. And it's a lot harder to swallow. The wording, the jargon, the the stories are a little bit more yikes. I gotta be real. So yeah, all the power to you, girlfriend. Good luck with the Old Testament. Okay, next mission. Live abroad for one plus year. Experience a new point of view. I love this. I have been blessed to have traveled a lot in my life. I started internationally traveling when I was eight years old. Thank you, mom and dad. And I feel like this did provide me with a new point of view from a very early age. It really helped me start to see people's choices and their lives as being good, albeit different from my own. I feel like sometimes being born and raised in a country where people are very proud to be of that country, it's sometimes hard to realize that people are happy elsewhere. I feel like also with religion too. I feel like sometimes we're taught, you know, we have the best of the best and woe on everyone else. But I feel like traveling opened my eyes to see that people live really differently than me, whether that be the way that they shop for their groceries or their grocery stores in general, or their path to walk to school or to get to school or where they live, their shelter and, and seeing that people can experience joy and love and growth, whether it's in a completely different way than I do. And I loved that for myself. And I love that idea for you. And I love the one plus year. That was actually my bucket list item as well, was to live abroad with my spouse for a year shortly after getting married, which was kind of the impetus for our 10 month Asian trip. I think the one year is a great time marker. It allows you time to really experience a culture, the food, the language, the people, and create long lasting connections and really delve into a lifestyle that is different and unique than your own. So I love this. All right, next up, snorkeling in Belize. It's the best reef next to the Berry Reef and I hate flying. Probably less things that can kill me there too, question mark. <laughs> I love this. Morgan is always talking about how everything in Australia can kill you. And so I think it kind of bred a little bit of fear in me before we traveled to Australia. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not gonna be able to go anywhere without being murdered by the bugs or whatever, the bats, the creatures, the creepy crawlies. But yeah, that's so funny and probably accurate to be quite frank. Um, Belize, yes. I've had an appeal towards Belize as well. I've never been even to South America. So that's on my bucket list for sure. And snorkeling is so fun. My question is, have you ever been scuba diving? Because I grew up snorkeling. We used to snorkel when we went to Hawaii as a family. And I don't know, I feel like I've been a bunch of places. But diving is a completely different experience and I quite prefer it. And I feel like people kind of prefer one over the other. I love diving because of a few main reasons. First of all, I feel like I don't have to worry about salt water getting caught in my lungs or my nose or anywhere else. <laughs> I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about it at all. 
Secondly, I feel like it's a more immersive experience. I feel like I am part of your world. <laughs> I feel like I'm part of the world with the sea life versus when I'm snorkeling, I feel like I'm kind of in an aquarium. It's like an in-between stage between being at an aquarium and looking through the glass and scuba diving. It's somewhere in between because it is better than being at an aquarium. But I do still feel like there's this separation, particularly because my body is generally in just one position as opposed to diving where I am dancing, legit dancing around, especially when I see something cool. My arms are pumping. I'm like doing cheers, but it's in slow-mo because you're moving through water. <laughs> but yes, go snorkel in Belize or scuba dive or whatever the heck you want. Next is to see the Northern Lights. I love to feel small against nature's marvels. Yes, yes, yes. I love the Northern Lights popping up. I feel like the Northern Lights feels so magical and mystical. Doesn't it feel that way? It kind of feels like this mystery to have these beautiful colors dancing through the sky, which is kind of fascinating because I feel like we are so privileged with our sky. There are so many colors flooding through our sky. And I don't know where you live or what kind of sunrise, sunset experiences that you've had, but even just during the day, during the, the cloud day, formations and the shift of color in the sky is truly a marvel. The past couple nights, we've had the most beautiful sunrise pinks. They've been blinding pink coming through the blinds in the morning. Like I'm talking like Barbie cotton candy, Pepto-Bismol pink seeping through my blinds in the morning. It's woken me up a couple times and it's absolutely gorgeous. Sometimes I just stay in bed and enjoy it from the bed. And then sometimes I have to go up and peek through the blinds to see how insanely gorgeous it is. But yes, the Northern Lights, fabulous, highly recommend. I feel so grateful to have been able to see them. So happenstance too, not even seeking them out. And as cool as it would be to see them in like such an epic place like Iceland, Honestly, seeing them from the backyard of my in-laws house was epic. Oh, and to clarify on that, it's my in-laws house and my brother-in-laws house. So I didn't mess up on that. Just FYI. Okay. And finally, I want to go to Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando because I love all things horror and I want to see the difference between Hollywood and Orlando. Okay. I immediately know who submitted this. <laughs> I love it. I've actually never been to Horror Nights and I really want to go. I want to go with this person because they're super into horror. And I am actually very picky with my horror movies. I'm more into psychological thrillers. I've got to be honest. Because the horror tends to focus on the gore, the slasher. It's usually really graphic. I actually don't like any of those three things. <laughs> I love the suspense. I love the music. I love the buildup. Um, and I love, I love being surprised in movies. It's rare. And so I feel like with the psychological thrillers, that's kind of the point. The point is to leave the audience members going, wait, what? And that's how I like feeling. And I don't feel that many horror movies are like that. Like that. And also, I has already explained in a previous episode, I... I hate bad acting. I cannot handle it. And I feel like horror movies employ so many bad actors. What is wrong with this? I'm like, I feel like 
I feel like it takes a lot to effectively communicate fear on the screen. I mean, clearly not that many people can do it. So I'm like, why do you keep hiring people who are bad at this? I don't get it. Okay. They also say, I also want to be in an A24 project because they really invest in artist driven stories that are amazing every time. Okay. I don't know what A24 is. Let's look this up together. The company behind everything all at once, Talk To Me, Uncut Gems, Midsommar, Lady Bird, Moonlight, HBO's Euphoria, Netflix's Beef, and more. Okay, so these are huge titles. A24, okay, I get it. It's a film company. <laughs> I feel a little embarrassed that I didn't know that. But out of all these, I've only seen two of these. I've seen everything everywhere all at once. Wow, what a whirlwind. If that is not the most perfect title for this film, I don't know what is. Incredibly done and incredibly incorporating very important theming and messaging. So I love what this person said about them. And then I also saw Midsommar, which I, I, yeah. Um, wow, this movie. This movie is a lot. I... <laughs> It's super creepy. I can't say I'd recommend it to anyone, but that's because I think I was traumatized by it. It was a lot. But Florence Pugh, my girl, I love her. She's one of my favorite actresses ever. Like, absolutely fabulous. And, you know, I've heard amazing things about all of these films or shows, but I haven't seen a lot of them myself. But I support you and wanting to be in an A24 project because, like I said, I know who this is and you would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay. And finally, I want to go on a safari because elephants are one of my favorite animals and I think it would be amazing to see them. Yes. And in their natural habitat, right? Because I've seen, I've seen elephants at Six Flags and I've seen elephants at, I think, another safari little zoo experience in Indonesia. And I agree with you. They are such sentient, gentle creatures. I felt this very strong connection with one of them when I was in Bali. And I think at the time I was 30 and this elephant also was 30. And I just felt like this innate, can't explain it connection between me and this creature. And I absolutely adored her. There's something so special about gentle giants. And I feel like we are just so blessed and so lucky with the creatures that our earth houses. We have such beauty around us constantly. If only we open our eyes. Oh, so beautiful. Okay. So I feel like it's slightly unfair to end this episode without sharing with you a few of my bucket list items that I haven't accomplished yet. But I do hope that me sharing that with you gives you hope and a little bit of excitement to accomplish your bucket list items. Because I think sometimes we look at a bucket list as something that we want to do, but we'll probably never do. And I don't feel like it needs to be like that. I feel like it, like you should be working towards these things. And it makes life so much fun to be able to put that little check mark next to it. No, it's, it's so fun to be able to experience things that your heart yearns for that maybe you don't necessarily have an understanding of why that is. It doesn't always make sense. Okay, so one of my bucket list items is to breed my dog. 
And I have always adored puppies, like always, always been very obsessed with puppies. And from a very young age, I've thought this would be fun to do. I want to breed dogs. And I don't know if this is something that I want to do more than once, but I want to do it at least once. And so the plan is once we move to our next location, we're going to find a studly young man for our little baby girl. She's not a baby. I just call her a baby girl. Okay. That's creepy. I don't want to think about it too much, but I just like thinking about the puppies. Okay. <laughs> and most of them are actually claimed, but if you want a super adorable mini golden doodle puppy, hit me up. Next, I want to hike the Kalaulau Trail in Kauai. So I've done part of it before. I think I've only done two miles of the technical Kalaulau Trail. It's an epic hike. It is absolutely insane. It's so beautiful and really challenging. Morgan actually did the portion that we did barefoot, which is crazy, but it's such a beautiful trail and it's a backpacking adventure and I think it would just be incredible. Okay. And then finally, I want to photograph one of my favorite authors and I'd love to do it themed with something that they've written. I just think it'd be so cool and to do it as an empowerment shoot, because I think that sometimes we forget that celebrities or people that we look up to for whatever reason are human, just like we are. We have insecurities and struggles and we all need to feel empowered sometimes. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of In My Humble Opinion. Every Friday, you can catch a new episode, so remember to subscribe so you won't forget to listen. Thanks for rating and reviewing this podcast as it helps more people hear all my really important opinions on things that really aren't that important. Also, follow me at humbleopinion.pod on Insta. Can't wait to chat with you next week.